You are now listening to Theology. Welcome to Theology. I'm your host, Ezra, and in each episode, I'll be sitting down over a cup of tea with a guest while having conversations around the crazies and the weird stuff that happen in the Malaysian society and the local church. And I'm glad to inform you that this is our first episode, and thank you for tuning in. And to kickstart, I'm sitting down with a young legend by the name of Jofan Pong. Jofan was a student activist and the president of the Malaysian Law Students Union in the UK, where he actively mobilized law students to uphold the cause of justice through press statements and organized student protests condemning human rights abuses by the Malaysian government. He also founded ASASI, which started as an internship program for law students to be placed with human rights lawyers and NGOs in Malaysia. And he was a core member of Undi Malaysia, a voter education youth movement. Today, he works in the tech industry, specifically product management and digital marketing, and spends his available hours volunteering for his local state assembly women and supporting change through politics. That, of course, juggling with the love of being a new dad. And first of all, Jofan, thanks for being here with me. Well, thank you very much for inviting me, Ezra. Uh, it's uh, quite an honor. Yes. Uh, uh, we've known each other for about uh, six, seven, no, we've known each other for less than that. And uh, hearing so much from you, and uh, I'm interested to know where did it all started for you and uh, your journey as an activist? Well... I think for me, it really started, I mean, like, when I was in Form 3, I think, and there was a church uh, mission trip in Orang Atli village, I think, in the Slim River Para, I remember very clearly. Uh, that, 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 I mean, it was actually a progress, a progressive kind of, like, transition or, like, a, a period of, of, of transformation for me, but that, that was the period, that, that was the point that kick-started it. We went to that uh, Orang Atli village, I remember we were doing our thing, we were doing worship songs, we were playing with the kids, uh, giving them some things that uh, we bought from uh, the, the city. And and um, and on the way back, I, I remember very clearly that we were in a van and we were, go- we were waving them goodbye. And then they were, the kids were in such high spirit. They were so excited, so happy that we were there. And they were running, uh, they were running after the van yeah. uh, as we left. And I turned back and looked at them and so much joy in their faces. And But then as we left further, I kind of zoomed out. You, the, the scene zooms out a bit and you realize that the village itself was there, and suppose the forest around it was literally just bulldozed. It really broke my heart. Yeah. I mean, it was like these kids were there; they're living their life. The orangasi were there doing their thing, but their their home is being slowly destroyed bit by bit. And and in front, right in front of that that piece of land was this huge structure that says um, mm. uh, Satu Lagi Project Kerajaan Barisan Nasional. Uh, and 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 for me, uh, uh, that that part. I mean, for some reason, it was a very spiritual and emotional move, move uh, like kind of like a righteous anger kind of rose within me yeah. as well. Uh, why is this happening to them? I mean, they don't deserve this. They are God's children as well. Uh, and and really, I mean, that that was where uh, the first time I felt that you know this is the the, the land that that uh, God has placed me in to utilize the many privileges that I have and blessed with to really speak up for the defenseless and the voiceless uh, in Malaysia. Uh, that was the first time it happened. I was I was really like um, moved at that moment of time, and then after that, from then onwards, I started um, really um, 
growing my passion in actually human rights and activism and, and social justice in general, particularly in Malaysia. Yeah. Um, and, and I remember that period of time as well, there was this uh, verse that spoke to me in Proverbs uh, 31 verse 9. Um, speak up and judge fairly, defend the poor and needy. And that has been like my theme throughout. Mm. Right? And, and, and for me, that was when it started opening doors for me into community work through church as well. And my ch- at that time, my youth church was also like starting to get involved in like different community works that we wanted to go out of the four walls of church. Uh, and I, I was volunteering for different things. And um, through a few years, that was when that somehow or other, I got arrested in Versailles too. Uh, I got I ended up there. There's another story for another day. Uh, and, and then from there, I got acquainted with a bunch of really like-minded young people uh, uh, and some human rights lawyers and activists. And that's kind of like how yeah. I, I, I transitioned from, from volunteering in church into like or civil society in general. So that's that's kind of my the short story of my journey, yeah. I'm guessing that you started all these things when you were still a student. Yeah. And and Versailles too. On the other hand, this this came out right after you graduated uh, from the UK. No, no. Uh, that was when I right right after I graduated from high school. Wow. Yes. (laughs) I was in college then. Yes. I was eighteen. Yes. Wow. That. I think in this country, uh, especially for local Christians, you uh, being a student activist and, and yeah, talking about you being in college and and going out there, getting arrested in Bursa to you, uh, doing protests against the government. Uh, you know that your future is not gonna be it's not going to be that bright, <laughs> but I'm glad we, I'm glad you made it here. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, what drives you even further uh, after that? Well, actually, I don't think it's something that, like, it's something that is not popular. Uh, I don't, I mean, it's it's not a popular thing to do anywhere uh, at all. I'm not just in Malaysia. Yeah. It's, it's, but then again, you shouldn't, you shouldn't see it like a career opportunity, like a co-curricular activity that you somebody chooses to go into. I think, I don't see it that way. I don't think it works that way. Um, I think, I think mm. it, it's, it's only a thought that, I would say um, uh, people would have if they have certain amount of privilege. Yeah. You know, like for example, there's so many, like for many around the world, right? Activism isn't a choice at all. It's a consequences of their life circumstances. If you look at the Orang Asli in Pahang, Kelantan, the natives in Bakun, the Bakun mm-hmm. Dam incident, well, they didn't want to do what the, activi- the, the activism, they don't want to set up blockades. They wouldn't have, they want to go on with their lives, but then their houses are just really getting bulldozed. They have no choice. Mm-hmm. It is only the people who have the privilege to choose uh, to well, ask this kind of question, oh, do I want to do it? Is my future? I mean, it's not an issue at all to these guys. And I think for people with, with privilege, um, I, I mean, we, we, we should actually, I mean, not think about that. I mean, we should think about those people. I mean, the fact that we even have an option to think shows um, like this privilege we have, or as Christians, we call it the, this blessing we have. And it means God has blessed yeah. us to even have this option of helping others. So what are we gonna do about it? And for me, it's a very strong conviction. I mean, it's not a it's, it's it is a choice, and therefore it is a choice I should take, mm. right? That that's how I mm. see it. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, in the future and all that, I think we shouldn't be worrying about that if we actually believe that this is God's calling for us. If if this is uh if this we are ordained mm. or we are given we are we are spirit filled to do these things, mm. 
then God will take care of the future. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, uh, there's there's no need to worry about it. And for me, I mean, it's been how many years since I got arrested? I'm fine. I'm where I am. Okay. I work a corporate job. I have a life. I have a kid. <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. it's, it's, it's just these worries that, that really, I think, only the privileged have. And I think it's something I really I'm str- I feel very strongly about. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let's talk a bit more about the church. You see, churches having this difficulty of wanting to be part of the development of this uh, of the country mm. and yet at the same time uh, advocating this idea that uh, politics is divisive uh, being in, being an activist as well uh, it can can cause a lot of strife and and, and so uh, there's always a popular rhetoric especially today that you, uh, I mean subtly uh, they would say don't be involved and don't be involved in these two things but again just like what you said you know you have to just stood up uh, with the privilege and, and coming up with um, coming up with this this idea that hey uh, you have to defend uh, this is the this is the mandate of God and so uh, where do you stand on this one uh, particularly on on the church involvement the church involvement I mean I feel the church, as we have seen over history, has always stood on the right side of social justice. Yeah. And that's because of the nature of how um, Christianity is in general, right? I would say, I mean, Christianity, yeah. uh, we are called to love God and love people. That is the, the, the great commission. And this is fundamentally what it means to be Christian. That's why we are always there when there's a need to stand up for something that's right. The church is always there when there's, mm. there's, there's the poor. The church is always there when when uh, something is wrong with society and is always there to mend uh, that, 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 that brokenness. Uh, we are called to do that. And that's why I think the church uh, definitely, I mean, without a doubt, has uh, always take, picked up that correct duty to do that. Uh, and, and, and it has a mandate of God, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think uh, for over the, I mean, even recently you can see in the, in the US uh, where the church has stood up for like uh, the minorities during the Black Lives uh, Matters uh, movement going on, right? That's, that's, I mean, the church, the yeah. church taking a stand there, uh, to defend people, uh, to defend to defend human lives and dignity, yeah. uh, human dignity that's ordained by God, right? Yeah. Uh, and we see Hong Kong as well. Previous uh, in the last years, it's been one year, uh, since the protests in Hong Kong, it was the church that 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 also um, made a huge difference. Mm. That uh, I think it was it was uh, called illegal, but the church decided to to then take out the mantle, and and because quite interestingly. Uh, they have a law in Hong Kong that says that religious assemblies and, and parades are not uh, cannot be illegal. So what they do is they took the lead and the entire crowd yeah, yeah. just start singing this classic hymn, Hallelujah to the Lord. And that kind of became yeah. the unofficial theme song of the parade. And then they, they went on with it for like months, right? Church was taking yeah. lead there and it was led by a lot of Christians as well. Uh, because I guess Christians have a deep conviction of what righteousness and justice is. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. We see in Malaysia as well. I would say previously in birthday five, which I was also there. Uh, that was after uni. Uh, 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 we saw Saint Mary's and Saint Mary's and Saint Paul's open their doors because that was an overnight birthday. It was quite special. Yeah. Uh, there was two days. Uh, Saint Mary's and Saint Paul's opened their doors for us to just uh, people who just stay overnight and sleep in the church grounds. You know, and and I think um, that's that's what the church is all about. I was there at, at Saint Paul's. It was pretty nice sleeping on the church grounds uh, overnight. You see, look at this KL nice guy. Uh, and, and 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 they played their part in that sense. Um, I think I think um, it's always the church that's involved in these non-violent direct actions and against uh, dictatorships, against injustice. And the church, I think, for me, the church has always been in the business of justice. 
biblical, biblical yeah. justice, yes, but also social justice as a subset of uh, like yeah. a biblical justice. So I think what we can learn here is that as a church, um, we, I mean, church can offer to the cause of justice what they have. You know, if it's a platform, you provide one. If it's a building, you offer it. If it's volunteers, you can do that as well, right? Um, I can give more examples, but yeah. Yeah, we're going to look into Christian theology in particular. Jesus isn't a political messiah, which actually broke uh, the heart of the Jewish people at, at that time because you know, when you talk about uh, the Jews, uh, they were looking for somebody who could liberate them from the, the Roman uh, the Roman conquest. And, and when Jesus came in to fix that, he even recruited a, a freedom fighter in that sense. And, and this freedom fighter instead uh, did not continue to become a freedom fighter, but instead become a, a missionary of his own. And, and so, don't you think that goes against the grain where, uh, in the sense that, you know, you don't come to, as a church, you shouldn't go out there and fix politics or, or any form of social judiciary? I don't think, um, I mean, yes, that's right. That's absolutely true. Jesus came not for not to give political justice, not to be the political messiah, the actual king of uh, Israel at that point of time to overthrow the Romans politically. No, he yeah. came to give give salvation to the nations, but he also gave us a command as part of his movement uh, to love one yeah. another and to love others as you love yourself. All uh, right, and mm. and uh, and and I think one of the the biggest, um, uh, I think. Uh, what you call that messages that he's bringing is also been peace on earth and and also like basically that right and I think he's always been preaching yeah. for me particularly Matthew twenty five speaks directly to me as well about how uh, uh what you do to the least of this you do to me as well you know it's a con it's a, it's a strong yeah. it's a strong uh like a what you call that uh, message there I think I want to read that if you allow me Matthew twenty five yes thirty one yes, until forty it's 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 very powerful and I think this answers that question directly right. So, uh, okay, Matthew 25 verse 31. When the Son of Man comes in glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on his glorious throne. Before him will be gathered all the nations and he will separate people one from another as shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will place the sheep on his right but the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed uh, by my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry, and you gave me food. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was stranger, and you welcomed me. I was naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came to me. Then the righteous will answer to him, saying, Lord, when did we see you go hungry, feed you thirst, uh, or thirsty, and gave you drink? And when and when did we see you a stranger, and welcome you, or naked, and clothed you? And when did we see you sick, or in prison, and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it to one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. That was what mm. he said. In the context of the kingdom of heaven, and also what we do here yeah. on earth, as Christians, as the salt and light uh, that he has called us to yeah. be. Right? It doesn't mean that we need to do a, uphold a particular cause or, or have a particular ideology I, he's not he wasn't here to set any ideologies i think that's something that's been particularly right. abused by politicians around the globe right of jesus to police yeah. but it's not about that but jesus asked us to be to love one another to to to, to fix what is we feel is um, what, what he has impressed on us is just and right and to do what he has called yeah. us to do 
and to be just really simply be that salt and light, right? And and I think uh, that that that's yeah. what social justice is about. Right, but let's not confuse that with uh, biblical justice. Uh, so, mm. I think in your opinion, in your opinion on this one, what's the difference on on if we are to define between social justice and biblical justice? What's the key? I think Definition. from the passage I just read, right, you can see that social justice is not different or opposite of biblical justice. It's kind of like a subset, right? Okay. And then that's how I see yeah. it. Like I mean, yes, salvation in general, but now that we are called, now that we we have we have received God's love and grace, what do we do about it? We go out, we yeah. love others, we we make a difference in Jesus' name. That's what we do. Mm. And and I mean for us it's that that should be the mandate of every Christians on earth right now right to bring down uh the kingdom of heaven as as uh, to bring uh, yeah as as it is bring on earth as it is in heaven yes so if if a preacher uh was strongly against Christians involved Christian involvement in social justice uh whether it's by activism or or some social action uh what well, what would you respond to them? I mean, that's a very tough question. Um, I I mean, is there a need to respond to it? I don't know. I mean, Jesus said you respond. I mean, by by just turning the other cheek. I, I but I do I I am not sure. Honestly, I mean, we can just have a conversation like what we have, and I explain my point of view on how I am fully convicted yeah. of my calling in social justice and in mm. in the church calling in social justice. But I don't know. I mean, yeah. I would need to understand why this preacher would have this kind of view, and why then, um, where is it coming from? I think I think a lot of times when these guys have this kind of view, it, it stems from uh some other reason, which should be like uh, yeah. uh probably dealt with. Maybe they are afraid of persecution of the church. That's a separate issue. Mm. Uh, maybe they are they are afraid of maybe uh they are they are funding getting taken away if they take certain um like uh, stands. I mean, yeah, maybe those are the root issues. So I think it's better mm. not to judge those guys, but also understand where they're coming from. Yeah. Yeah. Before we go further into uh, the Malaysian context, which I wanna I wanted to touch mm. on, since uh, since we're looking into the local uh, affairs. Um, so Jesus actually men- uh, mentioned one particular part uh, where he was questioned about uh, the the submission to authority. Mm, uh, that one. Jesus says to render unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar and to God what belongs to God, uh, which I believe it is it, not just about uh, who do you pay your tax to, who do you uh, who do you uh, cash in your money to, who do you uh, contribute your your economics to. Uh, it has something to do with being involved in the affairs of the world. And and personally, do you see this verse? As the stumbling block to Christian involvement in the devil, uh, in the development of this country, especially on social justice. I don't think it's a stumbling block to Christians or church. I think this has been a stumbling block, uh, or uh, complete. Uh, I guess is completely misunderstood by politics. Not misunderstood, misused by politicians yeah. who are Christians or who who, who so called lead Christian political organizations uh, for their political agenda. Uh, because uh, and always used to say separation of church and and um and 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 government and all that, right? I think it's completely misunderstood if you really yeah. read it up. I mean, I'm not a theologian, but I mean, I do have some interest here, and I read it up a bit of, I read up a bit of this, and I realized that I mean, a lot of scholars actually say that this this um 
particular incident is actually highly political char- politically charged by itself. Uh, it's very interesting because okay. uh, when he was posed this question, um, uh, it was it was a it was a loose loose kind of question. Uh, who should we give it? Mm. So if he would say to Caesar, then he would have bowed down to the Roman uh, uh, Empire, and and it's not politically uh, right or correct to say that when you're in Jerusalem. If he were to say that yeah. you render everything to God, then that would mean that he's going against the Roman government, and he's kind of like will be in a, a situation where he's just did both sides and what he answered uh, was actually quite brilliant in a sense like how he always does but answering the question by not answering mm-hmm. it and then making a strong point uh, by saying that uh, you render to Caesar what, what what belongs to Caesar in a sense there was an undertone there that the mm-hmm. kind of saying that yeah I mean that what belongs to them just goes back to them uh, it's not our it's not their place right here and what you render to God God mm-hmm. is uh, and, and is uh, also upholding what the Jews then, um, I mean, would believe in, in a sense, also he, when he asked for the coin, there were uh, Jewish uh, leaders who brought out the coin, which kind of like him pointing out their hypocrisy in a sense as well, because they are now, they're, they're showing their submission to the Roman authorities. So mm. if you look at the story in general, it's actually quite political, and he made a political point uh, to a certain extent as well. Uh, so it's actually a very different story, a very different point they were trying mm. to make. But it's often been brought into this context of all oh, because Jesus said it, therefore we shouldn't get involved in politics. It's a completely different story. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, now speaking of that part as well, um, Christians are torn between submission to the authority, and and, and the problem here is uh, with the prevailing corruption uh, uh, around the world. I mean, not just talking about the local context. Uh, how do you? Use how do you interpret the fact that you can submit to the authority, but at the same time not compromising your values? Well, I think, again, it doesn't, it's, it's not like one or the other, um, mm-hmm. uh, especially in a demo- democratic society where uh, you as a human, as a person, as a citizen has the choice of your own for who, which government you want to vote in. I mean, that's, that's, part, of mm-hmm. the political pro- that's part of the democratic process. Uh, and and as a as as a citizen, you get to choose. You get to have a voice, and that becomes your platform, your tool, uh, to make the difference. Uh, as a Christian, I mean, in in a sense, in a sense, I don't think it kind of contradicts with each other. So, as Christians or as people yeah. who have hold onto these principles, we use tools such as um politics, activism, mm-hmm. and democracy in general, uh, where we have a vote, mm-hmm. we have a voice, and uh, to uh, uphold the principles we believe in. Uh, nothing is wrong mm-hmm. there. I don't see it colliding with each other and then once they are i mean sure once the authority is there then you 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 um, you do what you can to 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 uh, respect the authority but when it is wrong it is wrong i mean jesus always calls out when it's yeah. wrong as well um so so there's nothing wrong with that i don't think it becomes a sin suddenly that you disrespect or or, or you disagree uh, with an opinion of, of of a leader yeah yeah so if i'm if i'm to interpret what you just said you're 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 saying that uh, and, and with the democracy that we're having, um, which gives that, that sense of liberation for people to decide how the country will go by, uh, by leadership, mm. uh, you're saying that it's okay uh, that uh, in a certain case, especially with corruption or, or, or certain thing that involves uh, the, the freedom of a person, it's okay to, to question or even to come to a point, let's revoke 
uh, let's revoke that person out. Let's revoke this leadership out. Is that is that? Yes, it's kind of like yeah, yeah. It's it's part of um, basically loving the other people who are affected by this. I mean, a lot of times when we talk about this, we talk about it because we're kind of remote from it. Mm. But when you look at the situation, if there's a corrupt government and there are people who are victimized by the government, it's often the poor, and the most marginalized people. And by by standing up against、yeah. this government, we are defending these people. It is our mandate to do that. Uh, I don't see what's wrong、yeah. with that, and I don't. I think again, this this uh, uh, submission to authority thing, I think, is often mis uh, uh, again misquoted by these political leaders to reinstate the authority、uh, of or to oppress these、mm. people.、Uh, I I don't think we should allow this kind of basic interpretation.、Uh, interpretation and as Christians, we have a we have a duty to stand up against them as well. Yeah, brilliant. Now. Our team at Theology,、uh, we did a survey, and so we asked our respondents,、um, "What did they think of our country、uh, in terms of、uh, social political uh, state?" Hundred、uh, percent of our respondents <laughs> locally think that our country,、uh, to compare, yeah, to compare with other countries that they've seen online、uh, on the news,、uh, they said we're pretty jacked up, <laughs> and so. Just to ask for somebody who's on the front line, for someone like you who's been involved with this for many years, how bad are we actually? Honestly, I mean, every I mean, it's it's bad everywhere right now. Um, I mean, that's if you ask this question to a hundred, uh, like people in the United States, they'll say the exact same thing. Um, I don't know. I mean, this、yeah. question is just. I mean, it happens everywhere. It's really maybe except New Zealand. The Kiwis are always too chilled out. I don't know. But I mean, the point. Is for、uh-huh. us. <laughs> the, the point is, I mean, seriously, the point is,、uh, like, I mean, really, what what you do with the circumstances that you're given, the cards that you're dealt with, right? What exact? I mean,、mm-hmm. you you're exactly where God wants you to be.、Uh, the question should be then,、yeah. what can you do with the blessing, and the privilege, and the tools that He has given you to be a light in、mm-hmm. the very darkness you're in? I I would say the darkness is everywhere. So how can you be the light in your darkness? That is the question.、Mm-hmm. A- another issue with. Uh, the the Malaysian society is that they they tend to think、um, social justice and politics come hand in hand, but、um, it can be two different things.、Oh. And so when we talk about, especially when we talk about these two things, we、uh, we tend to associate with the the boredom of it, in in sense that oh,、uh, politics ah,、oh, boring yeah yeah and so、uh, how would you How would you encourage them? What's your encouragement for them,、uh, and, and to say, hey,、uh, you need to be involved in the affairs of the state.、Okay. You need to be involved as a Christian. I think there are two like separate segments here, right?、Um, first, again, I would say, yeah, social justice, politics, activism, three different things. Social justice is、yeah. the bandaid, the goal.、Um, politics, activism,、uh, is a tool to achieve that goal. Is a means to an end. There are many other means to that end. I mean, you can just. Go out the street. You see somebody doing some、um, racist things that you can just call out that person. That that could be another means to an end as well. I mean, it doesn't mean you need to be involved in politics or in activism.、It、doesn't mean you need to、uh, lead a thousand people on the streets、uh, or or give a political speech.、It、doesn't mean that.、Uh, number one,、uh, you can do anything、mm. to uphold justice in your own way.、Uh, for example, even in corporate、yeah. world, for example,、uh, for example, that's why a lot of people ask me, well, how how do you end up in the corporate world doing tech, running a product? Uh, my product is actually very tech, a very HR related, human human resource related, and in that context as well, 
uh, there it is also about fairness and justice. Uh, and you can if you can influence policies that is fair to people in your own way. Um, that that is making a difference mm-hmm. in social justice as well. If you are leading a team, um, uh, and and uh, there are there's a diversity issue, uh, and you are the boss, you can make a difference there as well. I mean, that's also social justice. So that is the first uh, thing that yeah. I want to say. I mean, it's not just about involvement in politics, but second, um, but but on the other hand, you mentioned about how a lot of Malaysians are very uh, like sick and tired of what's going on. I mean, not just Malaysians lah. Like, everyone in, uh, in in probably the UK and US as well is sick and tired. It's so polarized. It's so mm. boring. People keep going on. It doesn't end. Um, 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 we get very disenfranchised uh, with the whole political system. Um, sure, yeah. that's a natural cause uh, of what's happening. One well, the nat- natural outcome of what's happening. Um, but then, the question mm. will become, if there, if if you're not, if good people are not in politics, then how would it ever change? Right. I mean, uh, there's this quote that mm-hmm. I also hold on to very dearly. I mean, all it takes for evil to triumph is for good men is for good men to do nothing, uh, and that's very powerful. Yeah. And I think this these people who think, like I mean, p- people like probably uh, amongst uh, myself and my friends as well who think, oh, it's very this has uh, it's boring, it's it's tired. We're just gonna do. I'm very tired of this. I'm gonna do something else. Again, these are people who have the option of actually just backing out and doing something else. There are ninety percent of people out there who are still. Faced by this problem every single day, uh, we have the privilege to ignore mm-hmm. it and live our middle class, upper middle class life, continue to do our own thing. But there are most people out there because of bad governance, because of bad economy, has no jobs, lives on the street, don't get enough food per mm. day, and and uh and and that's that's happening to those guys. So by you just disengaging yourself from the process, you are allowing those mm. guys to be oppressed. You're allowing those situation to be continued. And and uh, are we gonna do that? Uh, and and that's why I think yes, as painful as is that may be, good people mm-hmm. need to be in politics. And that's why I'm involved in a sense where I want to support at this point of time people I feel who are good, who can make a difference, who who reflect my values, uh, in, in politics. And because because we need those guys in there. Uh, if they're not there, mm-hmm. we are all dead. Yeah. 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 True. True. That's very true, and yes, I think if we're going back to the history, um, the Christians actually we're no stranger to oppression. We're no stranger to the social injustice mm. that that has probably happened in this country. Um, one of the most obvious cases would be the on the use of the name Allah yeah. as a reference to God, yeah. um, especially for the Malay-speaking community. Uh, and however, uh, Article 11 of the Federal Constitution suggests that we have the freedom to exercise our faith by any means, that in- which means it includes the use nice, of Nice, you did your homework. Uh, yes, <laughs> of course. <laughs> now, do you feel that the church did what was necessary to voice out their rights to freedom? And uh, personally, I felt that there are certain flaws that we've done and so where did we go wrong with our relation with the Malaysian authorities? I think the church, I mean, I, I did enough. I wouldn't say they didn't because at that point of time, the climate was also very hostile. Uh, the church was kind of, I mean, stuck mm. in a situation where uh, the government, again, has full authority, autonomy on everything. Uh, it can be decide on your fate uh, and, and all that. And there was, they were in a tough position. But I think, I mean, as far as I know, the campaign was strong. Uh, and, and, uh, 
and they did what they could lah. Uh, but the thing at yeah. the end of the day that it was it was politically charged on all sides. This thing, uh, and 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 mm. again, politic. So since so we back then that brings us back to the topic. So since it is a politically charged issue, it requires a political solution, mm. and that's why it's all the more you will need good people to be involved in politics. Um, and 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 to to start carving a solution from that, and it's not gonna be a quick solution, but but we need mm-hmm. people there. Uh, doesn't mean that they have to be Christians. We just need good people. God God uses anyone at all. Uh, uh, and and yeah, yeah, just we just that's why we need to support good people. We need to be involved, and we need to be there uh, to make sure that uh, that 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 our principles are reflected in government to provide this political solution to a political problem. Now, if if I'm going back to Another for another part of the history, uh, Karl Marx. Oh. So you probably be familiar oh. with him. He said Marx in, in, in communist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with the postmodern society that we have. Yes. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Uh, in in a communist manifesto, he said religion is an opiate to the mass. Huh. Uh, in other words, if you put church and uh, and uh, and the system of governance or uh, Social justice together. It's it's a no no to him. Um, it, it's because he believes that it would jeopardize uh, it would jeopardize the, the 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 system of our society. Now, as the church, I think this is this is the most uh, asked question within uh, within the church, especially amongst the pastoral leadership. What can the church do to help build the country without mm. jeopardizing it? In the sense that working side by side with the authority. Mm. But you know, I mean, back to Marx. Marx, right? I, I actually don't disagree with him. I think I think he's right. Uh, because I think he's. I mean, from a political point of view, from a political strategy point of view, uh, by bringing religion in, it's kind of like the end game. Uh, I mean, everyone it's a it's yeah. like a lose lose situation. I mean, you can see how it's happening in Malaysia, in in the US, and suddenly a political stance becomes a religious stance. For no reason, and if yeah. you are not uh, supporting this particular political uh, political party, you become you you are not uh, you are you are committed a sin or you are not you are you are an outcast from a religion. So so yes, I think I think yeah. I think he's right uh, to many extents. That's why I think that uh, it's good that that uh, that it should remain separate in that sense. Um, but uh, good people need to be in the system. Uh, and on on what the church can do, right? Um, I think. The church continue to do what it does best um to 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 get, get involved in in helping uh, the oppressed uh the poor the needy uh, we have seen so many churches setting out ngos uh, setting out like having having uh, funds to to support these people in society be that light to the city mm. uh to to uphold justice and show uh, unconditional love to anyone at all uh for to the refugees you know this refugee issue is also highly char- highly politically charged in malaysia uh, but often oftentimes mm-hmm. you see um the guys that are involved uh, in in helping refugees uh, is a church, and I think I'm very proud. Yeah. I'm very proud of that uh, because uh, we are the ones who understand um, 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 uh, where these guys are coming from. Uh, understand that Jesus Himself was a refugee, and 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 uh, these guys um, uh, also deserve our unconditional love, right? Uh, no matter where they come from. Yeah. And um, but the thing is, it's it's always going to be political. Anything you do is going to be political. That's why everything is political. You want to help the the refugees, it's also political. You want to help the poor people in around Aziz, it's also a political issue. Why? Because technically, the mm. land doesn't belong to them; it belongs to the government. But then you want to help them. That that makes you have made a political stance. Uh, so we need to yeah. stop thinking about that so much. I mean, just thinking about what God wants us to do. Uh, and and um, yeah. it's, it's it's always going to be a trade off. Uh, you're always going to be 
be stuck in a political dile- dilemma whether you like it or not, right? Uh, and so again, mm-hmm. um, supporting right people in politics would be the solution, one solution. Another one is continue to do what you do. And I've seen a lot of churches doing that. But one more example I want to give is uh, when um, the previous uh, election, uh, um, I was yeah. uh, volunteering for the Subang Jaya uh, 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 election campaign uh, as a, as a, as a mm-hmm. campaign manager. And uh, one of the many th- inspiring, things, inspiring things I see is that many churches in Subang Jaya open up their buildings uh, after service on Sundays to train uh, mm-hmm. the, the pachas, the polling agents and counting agents for the political camp- uh, the, the election campaigns. And they open up. I mean, for anyone that want to come in, uh, for uh, for uh, the, the the party members of uh, to to train uh, people to do the polling agents and counting agents so that they can make sure that the 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 votes are counted correctly and the system is followed correctly. So I mean, that's how the church has been empowering um uh, the political movement in general as well. I'm very inspiring, very inspired in how open the churches have been in Subang Jaya uh, to to do this. Uh, yeah. And and um, that's one thing. Another thing that the church can do just open what you have. You have a building. You have some halls. Yeah, open it up. Let 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 uh, let some. Let the the uh, community leaders uh, do some work there, right? And uh, that that's that's very inspiring. Yeah. Before we end this episode, so what's your encouragement for uh, the Christians who want to be in the shoe, who who has that <laughs> yeah. same conviction as you did? Right. Uh, despite despite whatever that's come that's gonna come to them, um, whether it's the church, whether it's the authority, what would you want okay. to say to them? First of all, there are no shoes. I, I, I mean, I'm just another dude uh, trying to respond to God's love by loving other people. Uh, that's all. I mean, I mean, I don't think yeah. I'm that great. Uh, I think there are a lot greater people than I am, right? Uh, but yeah, there's no shoe to feel. I think for me, uh, there's also no connotation uh, or anything to do the. I mean, there's no connotation to do the right thing. It's, it's a, I mean, to me, it's the insane idea to say that doing the right thing has a negative connotation. It's, it's kind of, it's crazy, uh, especially in the context of the church. Uh, it's just what we do. Uh, this is what, I mean, mm. why, why is it why does it have a bad connotation uh, it's, it's, uh, if, if, if anyone out there uh, would think that there's a bad connotation to these things I would ask them to check their privilege um, and, and I think yes I want to talk about privilege in a sense where um, Christians to, I mean, you need to start acknowledging how much you are blessed by God to be in your position yeah. right now uh, and, yeah. and, and that always remember that you are blessed with this much and even this option in order to be a blessing mm. to the world out there, right? Not to condemn them, not yeah. to look down on them, not to avoid all this situation and run away, but to be that blessing. Mm-hmm. The whole, that's the whole reason why you are even blessed with, with this option, right? So, and with this, all these things, that, all these um, platforms and things you might, you, and, and capabilities and talents, uh, and even the social class you are born in, you know, to be able to, to uh, it, it is so that you can be that blessing to, to, to the world out there. Um, so, that that's my message uh, to to uh, people out there, especially who think that there's a bad connotation to these things. Uh, and I guess the last thing I would say is just quote one of my favorite verses, uh, uh, social justice verses again, uh, in James uh, chapter two, uh, where it's just five words: faith without work is dead. Amazing. Oh. Thanks for being here. Thanks for thanks for your time uh, with Thank us. Thank you for having me. And. Yes. That was uh. Yeah, it was. That was a good chat. <laughs> that was a good chat, exactly. Um, and as for our listeners, do check us out on Instagram, Theology uh, with a dot between the O's. Te.o.logi. Uh, I repeat, Te.o.logi, and our Facebook page, Theology Podcast. Be sure to follow, share, like, and subscribe. 
Also, hit us up with your comments on social media. You've heard this conversation, and now it's time for you to have your own chat in the community. Once again, you're listening to Theology.